0: We're officially a week past Black Friday Cyber Monday, so it's time for a recap to see where we ended up. And judging by the numbers, we're guessing you had a strong sales weekend. This week on the podcast, we're breaking down the numbers reported by Shopify. We're also talking about the current shipping crisis we very much all predicted and what you can do about it to get ahead. Let's dig in. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian.
1: And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce.
0: Hey, Kelly. How can merchants leverage customer data to drive more revenue and increase retention? How can they create personalized experiences customers love?
1: I recommend Octane AI, the leading buyer profile platform for Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants. How does it work? Octane AI features a shop quiz, Facebook Messenger and SMS, and opt-in tools. Using the shop quiz, merchants can get to know customers with interactive questions. From product recommenders to gift finders, you can learn about a customer's needs, preferences, pain points, and more. This information gets saved into Buyer Profiles, And you can sync your buyer profile data with your Facebook Messenger, SMS, email, and ad campaigns for personalized customer journeys.
0: What kinds of returns
1: can brands expect? Brands using the shop quiz have increased email signups by 16 times and driven a 28% increase in average order value. Facebook Messenger and SMS see 80 to 95% average open rates and drive up to a 20% increase in revenue. Better yet, Octane AI has plans for any size business and offers a 14-day free trial. Every plan gives you access to the shop quiz, Facebook Messenger, SMS, and opt-in tools. There are also plans available where Octane AI's experts will help you set up and optimize your tools for success.
0: This sounds great. Where can merchants go to learn more?
1: You can learn more, book a demo, or try it free at join.octaneai.com slash commerce Again, that's join.octaneai.com slash commerce Hello, Kelly. Hello, Ryan. How are you doing? I am doing okay. I'm just. I cannot believe we're in the last few weeks of
0: 2020. We're is it? We're in the final countdown. We're <laughs> <laughs> right there. We're, we are there. We are there. It's like
1: once you finally get past Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you blink and the year is over.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what's going on anymore, to be totally honest. <laughs> I it's it's I feel like most of us in our industry are we have uh, hundreds of emails yes. and things to get to, plus life stuff. Yes. Like the whole it's like holiday lot. season thing that's also a thing <laughs> outside of yeah. business. Like, Hanukkah starts next week. Have I gotten any presents? No, that would be, like, too much work. It's I did next order year. I did order them, but um, as we're going to talk about, <laughs> the likelihood of them coming on time, and I ordered them, I thought, with a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. And I don't think I gave us enough wiggle room to wiggle. Just a little tight wiggle. <laughs> Yeah, it was a t- it was just like a do and it was just not not enough wiggle room so we're just going to be doing something else. In my house though we uh do sell, celebrate Christmukkah as well. Um I love because that. my husband's yeah, my husband's not Jewish. So the the cool part about that is I have a tin foil tree or it's not tin foil. It's not made of tin foil. It's like a, you know that like the is aluminum and it's like glittery. Yes. It's like the old the, okay, one of those. Okay. They're really it, it straddles the line of tackiness. <laughs> okay. And I'm fine with that. You should be fine with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Last year, I did this, like, painting a Christmas tree thing with uh, one of my best friends. And it's always fun to pull that tree out now because it's the same kind of, like, ceramic tree with the little colored lights that I grew up with. And now I have one of my own that I painted.
0: You have one! Yeah. Those are so cute they're really
1: cute so it's it's in our living room and then we have I our giant one. tree which is not that giant um in our dining room um but i decided i'm going to buy a new tree next year because i decided our current tree looks a little sad which is very Did fitting for it 2020 up?
0: yeah does it have lights and stuff it okay. has lights and stuff yeah
1: i bought well, new at ornaments at least it's not like it. the
0: new york at least it's not like the new york <laughs> tree <laughs> that was a sight which is like a giant charlie brown tree plus an owl yep it's the most fitting tree that could have happened, actually. If there was anything else, I would have been like, this is too perfect. You're hiding something. You're hiding something. And actually, they were hiding something. It's this a little owl. Yes. And that was very cute. And the owl is like the talk of the town in New York, from what I understand. Like, people are trying to see the owl. Um, I would, clearly, we've been inside for a long I time. I know. We're
1: getting excited <laughs> over an owl. But you know what? No judgment. You want to get excited over an owl, you get excited over an owl.
0: Absolutely, and I want to also uh, while we're talking about just, I guess lockdowns is what I, I sort of alluded to, but if not, if if not indirectly, then I'm going to directly right now. I I do want to acknowledge all of the regions, including my own, that are going into a, another lockdown, and just sending y'all good vibes because I know it can be very mentally tough, and just I just want to put out some positive energy there. And don't not just gloss over what's going on. Uh, I mean, you're and, very much living it, so it's kind of hard. To gloss uh, very over it. much yeah. live. Well, yeah, but I'm also uh, immunocompromised, so I I've been inside like this whole time. But a lot of people have, you know, they they've been going and and living their life, while masked. Yeah. Californians for the most part are very compliant with mask orders, but uh, I think it's just this. It's like a second one, so I think it's kind of getting under people's skin, and and so understandably out- so. That's sensitive. Of- Sending some good vibes, just just out all the, the good vibes right now. You may all have the good my good
1: vibes. vibes.
0: Okay, so speaking of, let's talk about let's do the good. Let's do the the Black Friday Cyber Monday recap. Yay, awesome stuff! Before we get into the yeah Uh stuff, <laughs> I think this is a good plan. Yes. Okay. All
1: right. So. Every year after Black Friday Cyber Monday, Shopify uh, releases a press release recapping all of the amazing things that happened over BFCM weekend. Because they have investors that want to know these things, <laughs> and they have partners who also want to know these things as well. Because it gives us uh, material for a podcast episode. Absolutely. So we're going to go through the uh, the main points of. Uh, this year's press release, and kind of talk about these things a little bit, because there's some some interesting little tidbits of information in there, I'd say.
0: There are. Uh, let's start with this. 44-plus million consumers globally purchased from independent and direct-to-consumer brands powered by Shopify, a 50% jump from 2019. Holy moly. 50%. Fifty percent. This is from Shopify's press release. We're not just making these numbers up. This is legit. Unless Shopify's 50%. making them up, and I really don't think they will. <laughs> I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Forty-four plus million consumers. That's amazing. I mean,
1: it, oh, I know, like Shopify. If, if Shopify stores were all combined into one like e-commerce thing, it ranks what like second behind Amazon as largest. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, but seeing that 50% jump is significant. And you have to believe that the pandemic had a lot to do with that as well, with so many more merchants getting online this year.
0: And I also have to think that there's a lot of folks at home thinking, hold on a second, before I buy this from a department store or from Amazon, let me see if they have their own site. Yes, because I've noticed that behavior is happening more and more. People are realizing, oh, Amazon takes a cut. Like if you, if you buy it from Nordstrom, they take a cut. But if I buy it directly from this small business, I'm supporting directly the small business. Exactly. And also, if
1: people just don't want to give more money to Amazon. So
0: no, no, they take enough money. That's just like it's, I feel like my money is pa- just passive income. <laughs> And and I try to be really conscientious about not doing that. And it still just happens.
1: It still happens. Yeah. The the convenience factor is there.
0: It 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 truly is. Um and and the shipping factor is there yes. as well. Yeah.
1: But 50% jump is significant. So that's oh my that's gosh. great to see.
0: Something to celebrate. I hope all y'all merchants that are listening had a great Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Tweet at us. We want to hear about it. Uh agreed.
1: All right, next little point here. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend sales peaked at 12 p.m. Eastern, so noon Eastern, on Black Friday with $102 plus million in sales that hour. Ooh, that is a lot of money. Um, I also read something, and I don't think it's actually listed here, but I think Harley had tweeted about it, that we exceeded last year's record at 12.03 a.m., eastern time on black friday
0: (laughs) three minutes into black friday we're like hold my beer and then then it just goes um that's bonkers yeah also that peak time is interesting so that's 9 a.m pacific 5 p.m in like the uk
1: 6 p.m in the rest of europe
0: yeah Um, that makes that makes sense i'm surprised it was on black friday and not cyber monday no, I'm not. I'm not. No,
1: surprised. Black Friday makes the most sense. That's where people are actually looking <laughs> for the sales. But globally, it's a pretty decent time. It's really early for Australia and New Zealand, though. Mm-hmm, it is. So that's, that's probably part of it. But yeah, I mean, um, then you get the other side of the world where it's like midnight the next day, which is still a very normal time to be
0: purchasing. <laughs> so. Yeah. Or dare I say the best time to make <laughs> questionable decisions. <laughs> Not to say that merch- shopping from your store no, merchants is sorry. a questionable decision. <laughs>
1: no. But sometimes we realize that we accidentally per- accidentally, I put that in quotes, uh purchase something at midnight or later, and then we're surprised when it arrives in
0: the mail. It's the best way to give a present to yourself, truly. But also, you know, I've I've stayed up for sales or I've woken up early for product drops, like for nugget, for instance. Frickin' Nugget, man. Like I, I nothing but respect to the founders of that company. They have developed a cult following that I haven't seen outside of streetwear. Yeah, where it's like people are waiting for the product drop.
1: It's a it's a very interesting thing to be raving and waiting for a product drop for. I love it. We got two. You did you? Do you want to explain what it is?
0: Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a. It's not for us, by the way. It's for, it's, for my, it's for my sister-in-law. So it's for my nieces and ne- my, my niece and nephew. But it's like a, uh, uh, a couch situation that is squishy that you can also make into a fort and it can be an imagination station. I don't know. It's really popular. I don't, People love it. I just it. don't know where it came from.
1: Like, I only, I, I, again, I'm not the target audience for it. And so I learned of it from you.
0: Oh yeah, because I had to wake up so early one day to get. But you know what's interesting about it? So part of it for me is absolute nightmare fuel because I live in a like a mid-century modern house, lots of designy stuff, and I also have an, a teenager, right? So we don't have like uh, play pens and big soft mats and things that you need when you have a toddler. I and I remember that age well. So this is more for that kind of age, right? Maybe ten and under when you're still really in your imagination. And it's just, I just imagine it just being all over my house and it just gives me it, <laughs> like a shudder inside. But I think my sister-in-law so far has secured like four wow. throughout different people in the family. And mad props to her because it's a, it's, they're hard to get. And, and by the way, it was a get whatever color you can get situation. It was like one of those type of drops, you know, you're like, Ooh, Ooh, this color that sold out, this, that sold out, that's sold I'll just get peach, you know? <laughs> You're just like, everyone's Do you know what the the, the, uh, the website address is? Oh, I don't. I don't think it's nuggets.com cuz I think I looked that up before. I think it's like go nugget or it's probably one of you know how like DTC brands have like a go nugget or join nugget yeah. or like one of those type of um let, let's google it. So in theory, I just want to point this out. If I am googling talk about great SEO. If I am googling nugget I found it. On incognito mode, it is shocking to me that something not affiliated with chicken nuggets is the first thing Did it? Po- that did it show up? up? It's number one. Oh,
1: and it's not an ad. It's not an ad. Wow. That is
0: hard. It's nuggetcomfort.com. Yeah. All right. I'm no. going to link
1: that in the show notes.
0: Check it out. Uh, I think they're back ordered through like April, but... <laughs>
1: You know what else is back ordered through like April is the pan from our place.
0: You mean I got one and you didn't?
1: I got mine. It is arriving
0: uh, just after Christmas. So it's, I love it. It was such a great purchase. I'm so, I'm so excited about it. I made another great purchase on Black Friday that I can't talk about until after the holidays because my mom listens to the podcast. (laughs) It's It's for her. I love that. So, okay. So the next awesome fact we want to talk about is consumers spent 89.2 USD on average per order throughout the Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Consumers in Japan, 106.4 USD, Australia, 105.5 USD, and they spent the most on average, ahead of shoppers in Canada, 103, and US, 92.8. That's bonkers. That's a lot. Imagine of, if that's you're, a high AOV. That's what I was just thinking. Like, what if you get your AOV up there all of the time? That would
1: make me very happy as a merchant.
0: <laughs> so happy. My AOV that is nowhere a near 100. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So I feel like we either people went in really knowing what they wanted or or they saw some really great upsell, cross sell type situations.
1: I guess so. Maybe an opportunity to to move old inventory as well, but I don't I like. I don't know. Like, I'm very curious what what pushed it because I mean, this is globally across the board. It's almost it's it's basically ninety dollars per order.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. And if I believe the current, I mean, in Canada and Australia, uh, they're... And correct me if I'm wrong, their dollar is not at parity with U.S. dollars. It's not. So that's even more money.
1: Canada, I know Canada is like 75% of. Yeah. And then Australia is
0: somewhere around there, I think. So that's like really like 150 Australian or something.
1: It is. uh, One USD is a dollar and 30 or one uh, Australian dollar and 36 cents or however you want to say it. 1.36 AUD. (laughs)
0: Okay, okay. So that's uh, that's a lot of Australian bucks. Yeah. Uh, same in, in Canada. That's significant.
1: They're almost at parity. Yeah. That's interesting. Can- Canada's almost at parity? Uh, with with Australia.
0: Oh, with yeah. Australia. Yeah. Okay. I was like, at, <laughs> with the United States? No. I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we might have to stop this podcast while I move some stocks <laughs> around. Okay. Um, All right. So... That's really cool. Love the high AOV.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about where shopping took place uh, most frequently. Yeah. The top-selling cities over the shopping weekend were New York, Los Angeles, and London, while the U.S., U.K., and Canada were amongst the top-selling countries worldwide. This makes sense to me.
0: That that makes sense to me as yeah.
1: well. Um, Black Friday is very much a Western culture sale. Um, yeah. And so of course, you're going to see Western cultures jump on that more than any other place. And there's a large subset of merchants who live in New York, LA, and London. So.
0: You know, it's so funny. I gave a talk in, I gave talks in 2016 and 2017 in in London. Was it 2017? It was a while ago. And one of the talks, I, I gave an SEO talk and it was at Shopify retail tour, which We'll see what happens with that. Um, but it was, you know, for Shopify merchants to come and, and learn from uh, Shopify partners. Anyways, at the time, I I did three, oh, this was in 2017. I did three stops. I stopped in Bristol, London, and Manchester. And I was doing SEO talk in the morning and a Black Friday, Cyber Monday talk in the afternoon. And every time in 2017, I'd have to identify why Black Friday... And Cyber Monday was such a big deal. And I was really drilling home this point. And even I would dare to say it wasn't that big of a deal in 2017. Yeah. And they've really uh, leaned into it culturally.
1: That makes sense. I mean, I would say it. it's similar to how we are starting to treat Singles Day in Western mm-hmm. culture, which is still Wait. very much... Barely a thing here.
0: Oh, and it it definitely should be, and we should talk about that pre Singles Day next year because I think it's a missed opportunity across the board oh, when yeah. it comes to to merch. Like I don't know why we're just like no, not Singles Day. No, absolutely single Day. It's the biggest sales day.
1: Yeah, and I think that's something it's, that people don't realize. Like Black Friday is not the biggest sales day globally. No,
0: <laughs> no, it is not. Singles Day is. Also, I love the idea of just being single or not being single. Being like <laughs> I am buying myself stuff. Today I'm buying, I am treating my, that is ultimate
1: self-care. It's like casually take the ring off, buy something, and then put the ring back on.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. There are no rules here. There are no rules anymore. So, okay, let's look at who had the biggest growth of sales on the platform since last year. And that was Japan and the platform being Shopify. Japan 347% growth, wow. Italy 211% growth, Germany 189% growth and UK 122% growth saw so triple digit growth of sales on the platform since last year. I bet part of this has to do with market penetration. Like uh UK Shopify already kind of had its feet on the ground. <laughs> yeah. But has been expanding. More so,
1: but I mean, this goes right back to what you literally just said about yeah. the uh, retail tour in 2017. Like, if it grew 122 percent in the UK since last year, you can imagine how minimal the sales were in the UK back in 2017.
0: Yeah, and they, and even then, it was we were going year over year like sixty, seventy percent. It was it was bonkers because I pulled up data, uh, retrospective data. So, anyways, that's a cool fact. Yeah. Um, anything else? Like Japan kind of surprises me. Japan surprises me as well. I don't think they are under a lockdown order. Am I, I, I am correct? I don't think they are. So that is more surprise. Cause the, the countries that are under a lockdown order, like I expect this number to be high, yeah. frankly. Because what what else are we gonna do?
1: I am Googling this because I'm very, very curious. Um, there are press releases specifically for Japan in Black Friday, Cyber Monday.
0: Oh, okay. And oh, this kind of just reminds me a little bit of, and I don't know why this popped into my head, but here we go. Did you see the video? I think it was a TikTok, but then it was on Twitter. And then I think 2 p.m. reposted it, but I might have missed I, This could not be cor- the correct order of things. And it was an empty mall. Like, the whole mall was empty, except there was a line outside of Lululemon. Like, a huge line outside of Lululemon. And I, I thought it was really interesting. Um, athleisure is very much a hit right now. Oh, but man,
1: I am only buying Athleisure, so. Yeah. yeah, okay, I'm not really seeing, I'm not really finding much. I thought I'd find more in terms of growth there, but um, I, I what I'm seeing from past, like, conversations i somehow ended up on a reddit thread here um
0: <laughs> i got to reddit there are
1: <laughs> there are more stores that are starting to ship to japan
0: um mm. so like in
1: 2019 Newegg started shipping to japan so i okay. think that 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 additional like market reach is lending to the significant increase because okay so we're talking uh what was the number uh, 347% increase over last year. I wonder what the actual numbers are. Right. Like, did they go from $1 to $3? This
0: is like the law of big numbers that people just can't figure out right now. <laughs> They're like, but it's only 1% growth. I'm like, yes, 1% growth from $100 million to the next, to 1% more. That's a big it's growth. It's still a big growth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll have to find out. Let's dig more into that. We'll report back. Okay. So What about mobile sales? Yeah, Ellie? this
1: one this one's interesting to me. So, mobile sales stayed relatively flat this Black Friday Cyber Monday compared to last year with 67% of sales made on mobile devices versus 33% on desktop compared to 68% of sales mm. made on mobile devices versus 32% on desktop in 2019. I think this is interesting because I was expecting an increase in uh, purchases made on mobile devices. But I wonder if the pandemic kind of put a slowdown to shopping on mobile because everyone's already home. They already have access to their computers. They're already working from home. They could just continue to be shopping on their computer, uh, on their desktop.
0: I also wonder how many big ticket items this year went on super sale on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend that you normally buy On a desktop. Yeah. To me, there's a price point shift where it's like, ah, if it's over this, I'm buying it from my desktop because I want to make sure. And also I think you're totally right. There's more people who are working from home. So you already have the, you know, you're already awake. You're in front of your computer. Yeah.
1: You might as well use it to to
0: purchase. You might as well buy something. (laughs) You might as well buy something. (laughs) But I,
1: I I think it's really important to kind of stress the fact that it basically stayed the same, which means mobile is still important. Uh, yeah. So just because you didn't see like this huge jump does not mean that you're you can be like, well, I mean, nothing really changed. So I'm just going to keep my strategy the same as well. Chances are you're not doing enough to optimize your mobile presence, irritating. mobile website or mobile experience right now. So use this number as an indicator that you're like, oh, OK, well, it's still equally as important and I'm not doing enough work to make it better. So I'm going to go ahead and make it better. We've yeah. we've talked in length about how your conversion rate for mobile is naturally going to be lower than your conversion rate for desktop. Again, big ticket items, highly customizable items, those kinds of things are just easier to purchase on a desktop. But we really need to be focusing on increasing that mobile conversion rate.
0: There's always more work to be done. Always more work to be done on mobile. Make it fast. Make it responsive. Make make it it easy to work. Make it work. (laughs) Easy to check out. And I just jumped to make it pretty. Okay. Make it. <laughs> and see, that goes back. To, check out the UX versus SEO episode. <laughs> <because> that, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about apparel and accessories. They held the top spot for sales across Shopify powered stores this weekend with health and beauty and home and garden following. That is not surprising to me. Is that surprising to you?
1: Not at all. So apparel and accessories, that's usually what for like boutiques and stuff like that. They're often putting items on sale. That's when I usually do a lot of my clothes shopping as well. I don't do much clothes shopping in general. Um, health and beauty, we always see sales for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And home and garden, obviously everybody's buying plants this year.
0: Yeah, home and garden is is maybe very different this year than in, in pr- previous years. I'd love to see data on back past years. For home and garden, because they right now it's like impossible to get anything for your house. Yeah,
1: uh, that's what I really want to see. Like, I want to, I want a further breakdown of each of these verticals. Like, what within home and garden was most popular?
0: Oh yeah, uh, like I'm, apparel
1: I'm, and accessories. Again, people are maybe are they buying a lot of sweaters? Are they buying a lot of dresses? Are they buying a lot of athleisure?
0: I f- I think people are okay. And you know, I can't say it. Is it hid- higgy higgy? Oh, we. Google. the it cozy you, uh, it's from it's not from it's, frozen it's, it, it's a cultural <laughs> it's, it's, danish. it's danish um but it, it's referenced in frozen both of them but because i think that that trend Hugo. for apparel Hugo.
1: i forget every uh, every every time i read it i just it
0: does in not come brain, that way i know how it. I know how it's spelled, but that type of apparel and accessory right now is popping. Like Everlane and Lunia cannot keep in stock Agora sweaters. They can't keep in stock cashmere. Like, cashmere's not cheap. It's not cheap. No. <laughs> and I they can't keep in stock cashmere. I'm, like,
1: afraid of buying more cashmere. Um, I had two sweaters that looked almost identical. One was cashmere and one was not, and I accidentally got them switched when I put one in the laundry. <gasps> I Hell had no. not even worn it yet. No. They were both lilac, and I'm never doing that again.
0: Uh, well, first of all.
1: They were, like, the violent. same, like, texture and, like, the same, like, Thickness. I'm I mortified. Know why I bought two sweaters that look almost identical? Either like that is or two
0: lilac me. sweaters. Why did you buy two? <laughs> two lilac, lilac sweaters? lightweight sweaters. <laughs> just, that must have just been the vibe at the moment. You're like lilac is the color. This right is now this is what me. I need. This is this
1: is how I'm going to get through my day. I think this was back in like 2018, and so I have not purchased anything cashmere since 2018.
0: <laughs> fair, fair. Well, and you know me, I'm very uh, mostly dark colors. But today, I'm wearing sparkle tights.
1: Wow, I love that. I am wearing my Viori jogger, joggers because I only wear these.
0: Shocker. I decided tights are kind of like athleisure, and you can just wear them under comfy dresses. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. That's a great yeah. idea. Uh,
0: yeah, that's my, that's my 2020 revelation for, for y'all. Okay. okay. So overall, BFCM, y'all crushed it. Congratulations, everybody.
1: I hope I hope you all feel like you did you you exceeded your goals or met your goals like I would I would love to hear how it actually went for you
0: absolutely so
1: please tell us we're friendly we like hearing from you
0: please please do tell us
1: all right want to get to the uh the uh. sad
0: depressing stuff now yeah we're doing good news bad news all uh, right <laughs> we're out of good news <laughs> we're out of good news now into ship
1: Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say dun dun dun. Okay. So you might have we are already seen this. Calling
1: this Shipageddon because it is a nightmare. And a we nightmare. talked about this uh, in October, September, about how we were concerned about what shipping was going to look like come the holiday season.
0: Turns out. It turns unfortunately, out <laughs> we were correct. Yeah. I wish we weren't. Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: I, I wish we weren't either. So there are a number of news articles that have been shared and tweets that have been shared. And I just kind of want to go through some of them and kind of talk about what's happening. So the the big story here is that retailers are getting capped on the daily shipments that couriers will pick up to actually yeah. deliver. Um, the In the Wall Street Journal, Uh, There was an article, and I'm sure you can find it elsewhere that's not paywalled, but that's what I linked to. Um, Macy's, Nike, Newegg, Gap. Open
0: it in incognito.
1: What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that. Um, Big retailers. So the the Gaps of the world. I have a funny story about Gap as well. Um, They completely halted pickups temporarily. Zero orders being picked
0: up. Okay, I have a hot take here. Okay. It's a little spicy. When I was reading that article, so so all of these big brands, the big, big brands were told by, that's a FedEx, that's FedEx. that one's UPS? UPS. That one's UPS. They were told in advance by UPS, this is your allotment for shipping. Yeah. No exceptions. No exceptions. They were like, this is it. We only have so many people, so many trucks, so many airplanes. This is it. The fact that Macy's Nike Gap didn't take that run an early sale, be like, we're doing early Black Friday to get ahead of that because they knew it was coming. They, we, We've all been expecting absolutely record-breaking BFCM sales is absolutely beyond me. I feel so terrible to everyone who bought from them. I do not feel sorry for the big companies in this instance. We're about to talk about some companies I do feel bad for. Yeah. But in, I do not feel bad right now for Macy's and Nike and Gap because they knew this was happening. They knew
1: this was happening. So speaking of Gap, now talking the Gap family of brands. So this is Gap and uh, Athleta, Athleta, I don't know how to say it. Uh, Old Navy, <laughs> Banana Republic, all they all are imposed with this, this limit here. And I placed an order from Old Navy for a couple sweaters uh, last night. And they're offering no rush shipping, which means it arrived, like, I think, like, December 28th or something. And in order to convince you to choose that option, they're they're doing daily $500 gift card giveaways. <laughs> um, I'm not in any rush to get my sweaters. So I was like, sure, why not? I don't want to, you know, ruin things for the people who actually do need the things sooner and I can take up less space that way. Um, I don't think I won the gift card, but <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> what <if> you did? <laughs> uh, I'd be very happy because I didn't even know it was going to be happening until I actually hit checkout. Um uh, Amazon is also doing something similar. Now, they're not doing a giveaway. They're doing, um, somebody tweeted about it. I don't have a link to the tweet, but they're doing like if you choose no rush shipping, you get like $3 in like digital credit for something or other. They just bumped it up to three from two like the prior day. Like they're just desperate to get people to choose no rush shipping at this point.
0: Oh, I have very clearly told my entire family. Do not expect to get your presents on time. Yeah, and I tried. Like I mentioned about Hanukkah, like I, I absolutely tried to meet every deadline I possibly could. And at this point, it's like you know what? If nothing else, we're gonna have a great meal and some good times. Exactly. You know, that's that. It is what it is. What it is. But I want Kelly. Do you want to talk about the New York Times article in house?
1: Yeah. So New York Times published an article um, that we'll link to in the show notes that's titled With 3 Billion Packages to Go Online Shopping Faces Tough Holiday Test. This article is, in my opinion, better than the Wall Street Journal article because it's talking about smaller businesses here that yeah. are shaken by shipageddon or whatever you want to call it. That's, I guess, we somehow ended up naming it that. Um, but In there is a house, which is a direct-to-consumer aperitif brand, and the owner is talking about how their shipments are limited to $500 per, $500, 500 shipments per day that will be picked up, and if they want to ship out anything beyond that, they have to drive, use their own cars to drop the the shipments off at the (sighs) fulfillment center.
0: What a nightmare. Not
1: everybody has that luxury.
0: No and, and and you know House is definitely a scaling startup but they're no big box like they're uh, not even close Yeah not at all um like they're crushing it in their own right but it it's I don't think it's necessarily fair not that I have an opinion <laughs> like yeah. no one FedEx and UPS do not care what I have to say but I'm I don't it's it stinks to see Small businesses be negatively impacted, yeah. especially when they they also did everything right. Exactly, they did everything right ahead of time, and they're still getting impacted. So that that's staying.
1: One of my uh, one of my past clients mentioned that they're limited to two hundred to three hundred shipments per day, and they oh. have over three thousand shipments waiting to be picked up. Well, does that math work? That that that's going to take a long time. Right. So let's say, I mean, Ooh. if we're if we're assuming they're picking up 300 per day, that's 10 days. Assuming they got zero orders for the next 10 days, right? Which is which obviously not realistic unless they halted taking orders. And again, they're not going to do that. So no. it's just this constant backlog. Um, and some some because basically if you're if you're a merchant, you and you're doing this kind of volume, you likely have a rep at one of the couriers, whoever you're using, and they're telling you what's happening. Um, and so like for some of them, I've seen that they're limited on weekdays, but they might be able to pick everything up on the weekends, Mm. but that's a big maybe, which leads me to, uh, a couple tweets that were, uh, posted this past or last week. Um, this one from Matt, a Hertz uh, gave three points saying my FedEx driver on Monday told me that. He was doing as many deliveries by noon as he had all day last year Cyber Monday. My local post office has quote not been accepting scanning parcels since Tuesday, Mm. so we're talking a week ago at this point. And FedEx contractor friend in Atlanta Metro did four thousand stops on Thursday, twice as many as usual. Um, I know our local uh, mill delivery guy. Uh, he's picked up the shifts for two people who are out because of COVID, and our mail is currently getting delivered between seven and nine p.m. They're putting in long days. Yeah. By the way, um, consider tipping your uh, yes, post absolutely. office carrier. Understand that there are uh, legalities around what you can give. The tip cannot exceed twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. So, just give something, gift card, or something like that is nice. Just a well, just a thank you.
0: Just to thank you. You want to read this we other one? Some, yeah, we saw something else on Twitter from Andy's Brain. And that is more more local to me. And it's Ontario slash Norco California UPS Hub is only picking up their smaller packages. They have 50 pallets of larger items waiting to be picked up, which is 12 to 16 items per package. They usually send Wallys, which are bigger trucks but they have only received one Wally pickup this week. That sucks. That sucks. And I was going to try to make a where's Wally joke, but I don't think it's <laughs> appropriate. But also like something's got to lighten the mood of just this deluge of bad news. That yeah.
1: We're and, and like these are just a few circumstances. Like there are many, many more merchants that are suffering that we're not hearing their stories.
0: Right? That's painful absolutely and it is really painful it's not
1: going to get better until the like at least the end of the holiday season like and i wouldn't i would not venture to say it's going to get better before uh, we hit 2021 i i concur i totally concur because now we have all the carriers who are or all the merchants who are offering no rush shipping to be delivered after christmas and now we have all these packages that need to be delivered after after christmas that just happen to be delayed and mm-hmm. it could take even longer. So, you know, I like this old navy package that says it's going to be delivered by December 28th. I'm counting on getting it sometime in January. That's
0: yeah, that sounds reasonable. It is
1: what it is. I, I all I can say is as a as a customer, please have grace with Gr- merchants oh, yes. because it is not within their control once no. it's like this is this is a really bad situation for everybody. So, please do not take it out on the merchant. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Right now, this is a a time to show as much grace and empathy as possible. Uh, and, and Kelly and I are going to talk about what is in our control, what we can do. So we know ship again is here. We're, we are seeing this throttling. Let's control what we can con- control. Yeah. Because that's all we can do. So Kelly, what's the first thing that merchants can do about it?
1: The first thing you can do is control your messaging. So you hear me talk nonstop about how important it is to show your shipping rates directly on your product page or in your header or on your promo bar or on your FAQs page. Now is the time to tell your customers that they might experience a shipping delay. I Mm. updated my own site, uh, Modern Geek, to basically put in red text on every single product page that I cannot guarantee your order will arrive before Christmas. If I know there's likelihood that I'm losing sales because of it, because people are looking right. for Christmas gifts, but I would rather lose that sale than deal with the fallout of having a bunch of orders come in that are not going
0: to be fulfilled in time. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. What kind of messaging are there apps? What should, what,
1: what? What do we do? So, there are a few things that you can do. First, as I mentioned, just update your website, update the the promo bar, update your product page, just to have the copy directly on there. Second, update your order confirmation email. Again, mention it in Mm -hmm. there towards the top. You want to, it it gives you an opportunity to, to relay that message as many times as possible. And then lastly, if the order is going to be delayed, if you know it's going to be delayed like the situation where you're capped at so many orders being picked up per day, send them an email and tell them. Mm-hmm. The 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 goal here is being as transparent as possible. Um I have never used this service before, but there's a service called Wonderment. It's W O N D E R M E N T. And their whole business model is helping you uh, communicate the stalled shipments of where they are and what's happening, So you're always keeping your customers informed and up- to date on, on what's happening. Um, there's never been a better time for an app like this to come out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Double down on your customer support and customer success measures. Be really polite when answering emails that might be, customer service can be so hard, right? Because you would get people coming to you and they're they're like level 10 rage. And you're like, let's bring it down a second. And Kelly, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, you have a whole master's degree in social work. What are great ways to, <laughs> I didn't warn her I was gonna do this. What are great ways to diffuse a situation or diffuse that angry customer?
1: Acknowledge acknowledge how they're feeling, first and foremost. Yeah. Don't uh don't diminish how they're feeling. Honestly, they don't care that o- other customers are dealing with the same thing. They care how they feel and you need to legitimize how they feel. Um, there you can't, you're not gonna be able to diffuse every single situation. They're always gonna just be angry, angry customers. But the best thing that you can do is is level with them, talk to them as if they're human and that they You know, maybe this this or this order that they had placed that's going to arrive late was supposed to be there for arrival for somebody's birth or like I don't want to get too too morbid here, but there's also a pandemic. Um, Just try to be as as uh, show as much empathy as you can. Um, Maybe you can offer some kind of incentive to, uh, you know, make sure that they're happy, offer like a, a. you know, partial refund or something like that. Um, it's, it's tough to say like, uh, just off the, (laughs) off the cuff here. I do have this degree, but I'm better in situations. (laughs) Empathize. Always
0: empathize. Yeah. Always empathize. And then, and then this, this is not covered in a, in a degree, but, uh, consider offering them a small token of your appreciation for the delay. Whether that's a $5 gift card, $10 gift card that they can then use back at your store, whether it's if you haven't shipped it out and you can still add things depending a on where you are in your fulfillment handwritten note. Hell you you can send that separately. Yeah. It might get their Get a, a postcard. <gasps> yeah. Get a postcard. And we, you know, and maybe on that postcard you give a code. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things you can do here. So just take that extra time and do it uh, so. my
1: my biggest recommendation is just prepare yourself now for these conversations train your team to have these difficult conversations to have responses ready to go but make it like it's still really important again this needs to be humanized so don't make it seem like they're you're just sending like a, a script to them and yeah you know just blowing off how they currently feel um this is a, a very difficult time for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, with that great news, (laughs) let's do some store shoutouts.
1: Yes, let's do some uh, store shoutouts. Rian, what's yours?
0: I know we already talked about them, but I'm a big fan, and that is House. H-A-U-S. They make aperitifs. There's testing or not testing. There's sample packs. There's big packs. I really, really like, I think it's called citrus clove, but I could also just be making up the name of it. I really love that one. It's a low ABV aperitif and very tasty. it's very tasty. The, the store looks great. The store functions well. Everything about it is awesome. Makes Go for check a great gift. It makes for a great gift. Kelly, what about you?
1: My store shout-out uh, is The Sill. So I bought several plants this year, and I, one of the places that I bought those plants from is from The Sill. And I really appreciate their packaging, for one thing. Um, I appreciate that they've updated their entire site for the holidays. It's mm. super cute. And like the, their new head, uh, headline is, Plants Make People Merry." Send so joy this holiday season with the house plant um important to note here as well is they're not using any language that's specific to one holiday love that so yeah um buy some plants for people i would i'm fine with you want to buy me some more plants as well oh the, they have a holiday duo that's on a wait list but did you buy it you probably bought is it, it the,
0: is it the tiny christmas tree and the christmas cactus Yes. If, it's, if it's that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course you
1: did. Oh, they're so pretty. Okay. I don't need to
0: buy any more. Oh, God, so cute. I don't need did to buy any either. more plants right now. <laughs> are you sure? Do you see how many are behind me? How many more can you get? The answer is until you can't fit in your house anymore. I want to live in a forest. Well, you could make that. A reality. I could. All staying inside. I
1: do have to uh, uh, reason with my husband who has to put up with my plant collection. I was going to have shelves behind me where I'd be able to actually put some plants on there, but I can't put anything on the walls. So, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I have this, all the ductwork is right behind my my desk. And so there's a giant metal sheet <laughs> protecting everything. So I was able to hang my diplomas, and that is it. Um, but I did it. put some twinkly Christmas lights on one of my plants that's behind me. I love it. Super I cute. love
0: fairy lights and twinkle lights. Well, this has been great. Uh, let us know what you think. Tweet at us. That's the best way to get in contact with us. Tweet at us. Email that's us. Plenty of tweets. Oh.
1: And we'll see you next week. Yeah. So. Thanks so much for tuning in. And thanks again to our sponsors for supporting this episode. We have a YouTube channel. So please visit us at YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash commerce tea. We post friendly Shopify store teardowns every Thursday. And they're a lot of fun. And I think you would really enjoy watching them as much as we enjoy recording them. If you like our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews make us really happy. And if you're, you know, the really great thing about reviews as well is that you don't have to wait for them to ship. So (laughs) just (laughs) saying.
0: Give us the gift of a review this (laughs)
1: holiday season, please. So you can subscribe to Commerce Tea on your favorite podcasting service. We post new podcast episodes every Tuesday. So grab your mug and join us next week. I will see you then. Bye-bye.
0: Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify App Store.